Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi and welcome to the podcast. I'm Scott Benjamin and I'm Ben Bolin. Ben, we've got a uh, we've got a listener suggestion again today, right? Yes, we do. This one comes from Christopher Mann, and Christopher Mann, uh, boy, this is quite a while ago. Actually. Is this a deep cut? It's kind of a deep cut, but you know what? We've got so many that are lined up in the queue that uh, we, you know, Christopher, apologize it took us this long, but uh-huh. we're going to talk today about Tesla Motors. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've got what, three products out there right now at this point. Yeah, and more proposed. Yeah, lots more proposed, as a matter of fact, as we'll find out. And uh, there's some new news that we want to get into, um, and just kind of the, the uh, you know, the company overall, as we've done with many other companies on this mm-hmm. show, right? Yes, and uh, what we'll start with, just real quick, somebody on the off chance that anybody who would listen to our show is saying, Tesla Motors, what's that? Um, I, I really doubt there's anyone in our audience who's thinking that, but just in case, Tesla Motors is what would be fairly called an upstart car company based in the United States that is producing electric vehicles. All electric vehicles. All electric vehicles. Mm-hmm. No, no one flagship electric vehicle and the rest, um, you know, typical IC vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, this was founded by, um, a fellow named Elon Musk. And a fellow named Martin Eberhard. Mm-hmm. Now, Elon Musk is probably the person that most folks are going to associate with Tesla Motors. He's sort of the um, the Henry Ford of the operation. Sure, he's the one that you always see in the press conferences and, mm-hmm. and making all the public announcements, right? Absolutely. Um, Martin Eberhard had uh, moved on. He was the CEO uh, for a time, and later he transferred to the advisory board. And uh, at this point, from what I can tell, they're not on the best of terms. No, no, I don't think so. I think there's a little bit of controversy going on within their within their ranks. And mm-hmm. you know what? Let's let's leave that let's to table pe- that. Exactly, we'll table that. Let people look that up. You know, whatever they want. We should say that the uh, the headquarters for for Tesla are in uh, Palo Alto, California. But, yep. And uh, they've got three products that they uh, that they currently are making, or that they uh, two that they're currently making, one that's on its way. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Boy, I don't even know if that's the right way to say it. I mean, there's some there's some strange things happening. So there's the Tesla Roadster. Right. There's the Tesla Model S. Yep. And then there's soon to be the Tesla Model X. And I promise we'll talk about all three of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've got something. We should talk just a little bit more about the company before we get into the actual products. Um the number of employees, I'm going to say right around 3,000 employees. Yeah. So it's not a huge, huge company, but it's growing. It's growing fast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's publicly traded on the NASDAQ, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, they also, they're they're partially owned by, or actually they sell battery packs to uh, Toyota and Daimler AG. Right, yeah, which is a very smart thing to do for a company in that position. Mm-hmm. You know, if, you have, if you're a small company, and it is a smaller company, and you have... Any ability to monetize some of the products in your in your more complex product. Now, the Tesla Roadster was the first vehicle they came out with, mm-hmm. and the Tesla Roadster was not universally lauded. They focused on wealthy early adopters, right? Very wealthy, very early as well, and um, <laughs> very forgiving. But they uh, they weathered the storm. Now, you and I have always said. Especially me, I'm a bit cantankerous about this. When new technology comes out, I usually don't want to be the first person to buy it if it's expensive because I assume, I just assume that it's more likely to break. Yeah, and the uh, and the you know the, that's when they're working out the flaws, when they're working out the bugs in the uh, in the design. Also, um, you know, as time goes on, as you, you and I both know, um, everybody knows really that uh, the price will eventually drop. It's going to come down. And uh, I mean, if you want one prime example or two prime examples, look at digital cameras. Look at uh, you know flat screen televisions. You know the HD televisions that we've got now. Um, those things were fifteen thousand dollars at one point for you know a. a a 30-inch screen. Um, they've dropped down to, you know, you can buy them in Kroger now for $100. That's you know, that's, that's uh, it's, an, it's an amazing drop in price, and, and we all know why that happens. Supply, demand, the way that, you know, the technology progresses so quickly, it's easy to reproduce. Mm-hmm. Um, just there's there's a lot of different factors that lead to that. Economy I, of scale. I'm, exactly. I'm not going to say that, you know, a Tesla Roadster is going to be super $100 cheap. $100 at Kroger. The, no, no, exactly. <laughs> but, but I'm saying that, you know, it's not going to be maybe the $100 thirty thousand dollars that it is right now right that's a good point and and just to um put a put a button on that thing that i mentioned earlier selling the batteries is a very smart move because it allows them to continue monetizing all of the research they had to do to get batteries efficiently working Mm -hmm. in the first place that's one of the earlier criticisms about the tesla roadster you know was the battery bank sure well you know they do batteries very well now and uh and as is uh you know Testified to by the fact that they're they're selling to Toyota, they're selling to Daimler AG, and uh, they've got this uh, this fantastically um, well promoted, um, exciting new model that they've got out the uh, the Model S. I mm-hmm. mean, there's a, there's a lot of buzz about this vehicle right now, which I promise we're going to get to. Yes. Um, but you know, back to uh, the cost of these things just quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, Elon Musk, or am I saying that right, Ellen? E- e- Elon, Elon Musk, Elon I think is how it is. Yeah, I'm going to miss that up a couple of times. So Elon Musk, um, his aim is, as he said, you know, on his own, he said his aim is to eventually mass produce a fully electric car that the average consumer can afford. Mm-hmm. And so all of this stuff that we're seeing now, everything that, you know, that, that Tesla Motors is doing now is leading up to kind of, you know, the way we talked about, you know, the uh, the televisions coming down in price, the, the cameras coming down in price, you know, whatever that mm-hmm. is, watches, right. um, any any object. Um but right now, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you the honest truth. Um, electric cars are expensive. They're not. They're not terribly cheap. And you know, with all the different uh, 
um, I don't know, tax credits and all that. It gets very confusing, but, you know, they're, they're still a pretty expensive venture, you know, something that, you know, you would have to, uh, to really planned in order to, to jump into this thing. Right. Um, yeah, that's a, and that's a good point, and it's, it may remain that way for some time. Yeah, I think so. I mean, let's just say good electric cars are very expensive. How about that? If you want to buy something that's... <laughs> and I, I know, I know you're... you're All right, gonna, no, it's fair. Okay, fair enough, but... You want to buy something that doesn't break, you have to pay extra. That's, that's exactly it. You pay for quality. You pay for what you get, right? Yes, and I will say that despite uh, some of the valid criticisms about the initial foray of Tesla Motors with the Roadster, which um, just to, to drop some dates there, um, deliveries of the Tesla Roadster began around July of 2009. Mm-hmm. So this is all very recent history. And um, the Roadster has some things that that I like, you know, 0 to 60 MPH um, or 97 kilometers. Uh, in under four seconds. Not bad. Not bad at all. Because there's not even gasoline in that that's car. Actually, that's actually really fast. Yeah. And um, and just a side note, I am going to try to uh, include things in the metric system uh, from now on. Oh, thank you, Ben. Yeah. We'll see. Well, hopefully, um, <laughs> that shouldn't confuse things too much, right? Because we've got we've got a lot of numbers to go over here. Yeah. I'll today. just I'll include both numbers, but I won't say which are which. So, <laughs> listeners at home, fair enough. <laughs> just put a check mark. <laughs> By, by uh, which one you think I said. So anyway, there there are some great things about this. Um, we talked about the acceleration. Uh, we talked about the pricing of the car, which, as we said, is is pretty. Um, well, it's steep. It's steep. It's, it's, it's I mean, no way around it. The, the Roadster right now is about one hundred and twenty eight thousand five hundred U.S. dollars. And uh, you mentioned it's quick, it, but it but it does get uh, it gets more than two hundred miles per charge, something around like two forty five, I think is what it is. An all electric sports car. It looks really cool. I mean, it it's looks so it's, cool. It's based on the Lotus Elise, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, it's been around for a while. I think the prototypes came out in in around two thousand six. Uh, yeah. They they recently stopped selling them, and I, I was kind of wondering why this was going on. But I guess the, uh, they stopped selling them because there is a, uh, um, a shortage in the, the Lotus Elise gliders, as they call them, the, uh, the cars that are the donor cars, I guess, for the, uh, for the Tesla yeah. Roadster. They've run out of, the, um, of their supply because they had a contract with, with Lotus to, to create these things, and I guess the contract ran out, and there's some kind of uh, problem going on. I don't know exactly what's happening there mm-hmm. between them. But... Um, they just have run out of these donor vehicles. Otherwise, they still would be producing the uh, the the Roadster. And I think there's a plan to bring the Roadster back uh, very soon. So it may just be on hiatus. I then. I think that's what's going on. Yeah. Can we talk about the uh, engine just a little bit? Yeah, let's do it. Well, uh, how about the motor? Oh, ah, hey, gotcha. That's five. the uh, that's the first one. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, you got me. Uh, <laughs> we have talked before about. Uh, slipping with the engine in the motor. It's, it's very easy. That's very simple. I, I do that when I'm writing a lot. <laughs> so, um, I don't believe it. You're too good. It's Wait. true. It's true. I do it. That's crazy, Ben. Yeah. But, um, so we know that as you pointed out, it is a motor. It is an electric induction motor. Uh, it is super light. As well, I think everybody else who's used to the weight of an IC motor is is gonna IC engine. Oh my gosh! See, you did it. I'm gonna make it through this. Um, point being, the Tesla Roadster motor only weighs 70 pounds. Not bad. And it um, its top speed is somewhere around 130 miles per hour. Yeah, yeah. Now, okay, I do have to counter counterbalance this with uh, with the idea that the battery pack. 
is something like a thousand pounds. Yeah, I mean it, it weighs. The battery weighs a lot. That's the that's the uh, the downside of this whole the thing. The energy storage and, system, and maybe not in the Roadster. I'm not sure exactly how much the Roadster battery weighs. I've got the numbers you're here right. somewhere. No, you're right. It's about a thousand pounds okay. in total. All right, about a thousand pounds, and then you got the seventy pound motor. But uh, still, overall, this is a very efficient package because you know the way the Lotus Elise is designed. It's designed for for speed. It's it's a uh, yeah. it's very low weight. Um, you know, very small, very low to the ground, very minimalist design. I mean, it's really a, a, a smart design, I guess, from Lotus. And, uh, it was, it was very clever of Tesla to use that as their, as their base for the Roadster. Mm-hmm. So just a couple more stats about the induction motor within the Roadster. It can go to 13,000 RPM. That's pretty, uh, that's pretty high up there. Yeah, when you consider, I mean, by comparison, what could a combustion engine that size? Well, that's almost like, uh, like motorcycle revving. You know, that, uh, that, that's that, a good point. That level of, uh, spinning, I suppose. Yeah, because, um. There's probably a better way to say that. <laughs> that level of spinning. <laughs> that's pretty good. It that's, is, that's a high RPM level. Um, yeah. You know what? That is, it, the estimated range, 250 miles on a single charge. Not bad. Not bad, not bad. The the thing that always gets me a little bit about the idea of range is that there are far fewer opportunities to charge that kind of car. Well, I'll tell you what. I've got a quite a bit of information here about about range and charging and all that. Yeah. In fact, I want to I want to get to that later. Let's let's move on to the Model S. Let's move on and yeah. the X, and then we'll and then we'll talk about the future products and all that. But I I. Do want to talk about charging because that becomes uh, that that's really the uh, the crux of my argument against this this whole thing. So, um, boy, right. when I get to that, I'm going to have to give preface it with something. But let's talk about the Model S because that is popular. I yeah. like it. I like the I like the looks of it. I like uh-huh. the way it uh, I like the way it appears. I like the way it looks on the road. Um, I don't know if I would buy one myself. Not yet. Because probably because of the price uh, and price. a little bit of the infrastructure, which, as you said, we'll get to. The yeah. Tesla Model S came out in 2012. Mm-hmm. Deliveries began in June of that year. Mm-hmm. The Tesla Model S is much more of a family car than the Roadster. Well, sure. So what was it? Four doors? Yeah, yeah four you can door. actually fit a family in it's it. It's an all-electric <laughs> sedan. Um, well, the, I mean, the, they're expensive, as we mentioned. Uh, they range anywhere from seventy-one thousand for the base model up to ninety-six thousand uh, for the performance model, mm-hmm. um, and that kind of depends on the battery selection, which we'll talk about later. Anywhere from uh, sixty kilowatt hours up to eighty-five kilowatt hours, mm-hmm. and um, it's won some major awards already, which is pretty impressive. Major awards, I always think of. Uh, Christmas story when I hear it say that. But, <laughs> it, um, it won the um, possibly the best review that Consumer Auto Guide had ever written. That's true. What did, it, what did they say about that? Do you remember? They said this might not be the best car we've ever driven or reviewed, but it's one of them. It's it's way up there, which is... They, a, they did everything except say this is the best car. That's pretty impressive, really, for a brand new car, especially a brand new all-electric sedan like this. I mean, I, I don't know if anybody really expected it to be that you know highly lauded at this point. Um, it won the 2013 Motor Trend Car of the Year, mm-hmm. the 2013 World Green Car um, Award, Automobile Magazine's Car of the Year, Time Magazine's Best 25 Inventions of the Year 2012 Award. Uh, So it's got some major victories under its belt already. And I tell you, the Model S is extremely popular. The sales are good. It's topping Chevy and Volt and Nissan, uh, the Chevy Volt and the Nissan Leaf. 
um, already, and, and these are Q1 numbers for 2013, but uh-huh. um, it's already outsold them. Um, it's just, it's, it's really, uh, and it's showing up on, on the street. I see it on my way home occasionally. I'll see a couple, not a lot of them, but a couple here and there. Uh-huh. Um, probably the same ones a few times, you know, over and over again. But anyways, I've seen a few of them around. And that says something of a, you know, a vehicle when it's, you know, 70 to to $100,000. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. You know, everybody has their own wellness routine, their own approach to a healthy lifestyle. A lot of the most successful ones include herbs like ginger root, ashwagandha, and so many others. Nature's Way has been sourcing herbs like those for over 50 years. They understand that nature is the ultimate problem solver. So they're dedicated to providing plant-powered formulas to help people live healthier lives. Their herbs can support your health in so many ways. For instance, ginger root and slippery elm bark have both been used for centuries all over the world. Ginger root has traditionally been used to soothe occasional digestive upset and slippery elm bark to soothe the GI tract. St. John's wort, holy basil, and ashwagandha can provide mood and stress support, which is something we can all use in our modern life. I mean, these herbs come from all over the world, but Nature's Way knows where the best ones grow. They test for potency in their state-of-the-art lab, and their scientists are experts in all things herbs. What's on the label is what's in your bottle, and what's in your bottle are the best herbs around. To learn more, visit naturesway.com. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Yes. Now, this is, I think it's fair to say that this is unprecedented because a lot of people were skeptical, myself included, about the possibility of the Tesla of Tesla Motors surviving, well, first sure. off. It's an upstart, right? It's a yeah. brand new company. Mm-hmm. How many times have we seen something like this happen, especially with somebody in this uh, this new all-electric car field, I guess to say, and it's not really new, I understand that, but mm-hmm. a small upstart company like this with this type of product in this climate right now doesn't last very long, typically. Tesla is the the um, the exception, I guess, in this case, because they have really they've proven themselves with the Roadster. They come out with this Model S, and again, a widely you know widely accepted, you know wildly popular model that you know a lot of people really really believe in this. A lot of people really want this to work. They want this to be the one that that kind of breaks that barrier that makes it you know makes it possible, makes it all doable, right? Yes, and with, again, the focus, the ultimate end game of Tesla being to create all-electric cars that are affordable for the average person or family, then if you do buy an electric car, let's say in the next 10 years, then the odds are that it might be somehow related to the Model S, you know? Could be. 
Okay, it could be. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that you know, even future companies, future future, uh, you know, endeavors in this in this field are going to look at the Model S as as their. Uh, as kind of like the uh, the template for them, they're going to say That's like what I mean, they're yeah. going to say that this is the way that we need to make this because this worked with the Model S and this is the only one that was able to, to create something that actually people wanted to buy. That that this this system works. This is how we're going to base our business. And I think it's time we talk about the Model X. Model X, okay, which so, uh, is clearly has the coolest name. Yeah, I think it's cool, but uh, I'm not a fan really of this of this one. I like, I, I'll tell you, I like the Roadster, I like the S. I'm not crazy about the X, uh, just because I'm not an SUV fan. But I think a lot of people are really going to enjoy driving an all electric SUV because they can't give up the you know the the, the functional aspects of an SUV. Right. Um, you know, they they say they can't get a Roadster, obviously, for for practical reasons. You know, it's two seats and almost no luggage space or whatever. Um, um, but if you got an SUV that's all electric, that's another game, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, just to be clear, this is a crossover SUV. Oh, okay. Right? Well, similar. Sure. Uh, yeah, Small- totally similar. Yeah. A little smaller, somewhere between like a station wagon and SUV had a kid. <laughs> sure, we can call it that. Why yeah. not? Yeah, sure. Why not? It's a, it's a, it's a cooler minivan. How about that? <laughs> is that is that fair? Yeah, that is fair. It's tough, but it's fair because that's that is the truth. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to uh, see how how this is going to work out. Um, I think their production is going to begin in late late next year. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Yeah, late 2014 is a is when they're supposed to start uh, delivering the vehicles, and they're already taking reservations for these things. So you know, if you want to get in on the ground floor on the Model X, uh, now is the time. You know, go ahead and contact Tesla. You know, they've got a great website, lots of really good information there. We uh, we kind of. Oh man, I tell you, there is so much information on that site. As you can tell, I mean, can I can I just say something right now? Yes. I, I'm I'm over here. I'm practically sweating because I'm going through my notes so quickly, trying to find all of the stuff that I've got. I mean, there was so much on Tesla's site mm-hmm. that I didn't know what to bring in with me today. And when we're talking about all these models, like they're talking about the Model X and you know the delivery dates and you know the ranges and all the specs, battery sizes yeah. and the specs and everything. There's so much information on Tesla's site. If you go to TeslaMotors.com. You can find all of this stuff in a in a in a very clear, very concise manner, very very you know all in one place. But we're we're attempting to go through this this Model X model, uh, Model X rather. See, I'm stumbling on all this stuff. The the Model X SUV, which hopefully will begin production in uh, in 2014, delivered to, delivered to consumers in 2014. So we're going to start seeing that on the road, kind of like what we're seeing the Model S right now. You know, the early adopters are going to have it first, and, yeah. and we're real early in the Model S production. So we're seeing a few of them on the road, not a lot, but I have a feeling that not too you know not too long off from now, we're going to see, especially in a busy metro area like this, we're going to mm-hmm. see a lot of Model S. Vehicles, and I think that you know when the Model X comes out, you and I are going to be seeing a lot of those around Atlanta, and anybody that's on maybe one of the coasts, like in LA or sure. over in over in New York, um, all along that East Coast, I think you're going to see a lot of the Model X um, on the roads as well. And you can look forward to it. Now, you and I are going to be seeing a lot of Teslas because our area has a Tesla dealership. Correct. Um, and that leads me to something. Really important that we have to discuss, but before we discuss it, 
What are you listening to? You've been listening to something the whole time we're doing this podcast. <laughs> well, it just seems like I'm distracted. I'm not. I'm not actually. I'm distracted by my own, uh, you know, clumsy notes. But um, I'm also listening to an audio book, and I'm not doing it while I'm podcasting. I can guarantee you that. Thanks, Ben, for the uh, mention. But um, <laughs> I'm joking. This the title of this one. Now, this one goes. <laughs> this one goes all the way back to the beginning of the automobile, and a character that you and I like to talk about a lot. Um, it's another Henry Ford topic, and it's called. This is a long title. It's called I Invented the Modern Age, The Rise of Henry Ford and the Most Important Car Ever Made. That's a pretty dramatic title, right? It's I mean a it's a statement. very bold. It's a long it's a long audiobook. It's twelve hours and twenty two minutes. Um, it's written by a historian, his name is Richard Snow, and it's of course Henry Ford's story, some of the commonly told stories. And what I like about this is it's got some of the, the lesser-known stuff that Henry was involved in. Ah. And uh, you and I both, that's what we find very, very interesting about Henry Ford is there's a lot of kind of, uh, I guess, not well-known stuff, you know, mm-hmm. the, the stuff that people don't really like to talk about. Uh, but it covers the you know his rise, of, rise to fame through his greatest invention, the Model T, of course. Uh, there's lots of scenes and incidents throughout, you know, Ford's life. Uh, you know, everything that, you know, describes everything about who he is and where he came from and how he got there. Um, and how really the Model T shaped the entire world that we live in today. I mean, as far as like the, you know, the suburbs. I mean, that's part of what Henry Ford helped mm-hmm. create with the, the Model T. Um, everything, just everything in modern cities, um, is built around this one invention. I want to hear this book. Now, I'm hoping to be traveling later in the year, and it sounds like this would be a great book to take along with me, around 12 hours. Um, there's nothing better than a good road trip, except maybe a good road trip with some good stories to tell and hear on the way. This is uh, something that our listeners might want to listen to, too. Listen to, too. It works. Yeah, we'll keep it. And uh, the best way to do that is to join up with audiblepodcast.com, which is sort of um, an online market of hundreds of audiobooks. Hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands. Thank you. I missed the of thousands. <laughs> because, uh, you know, if you're driving around, sometimes the radio is just not going to cut it. No, you know? no, no, How many no, times can you hear a Justin Bieber song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what you're listening to, Ben. But anyways, yeah, you can you can pick and choose what you listen to. And if you've got, you know, 12 hours and 22 minutes to kill on a road trip, uh, you know, if you like to hear people talk about history and, you know, like how this is a perfect example, how, how it shapes everything all around you, especially on a road trip, right? Um, not a bad way to do it. And, Ben, I, I've said this before. I'm going to say this again. This particular example, the one I'm talking about, if you were not listening to us right now and to, you know, to go and get the free download, you know, mm-hmm. that we're going to talk about, it's a $27.99 value. So it would normally cost you $28. Wow. Uh, to, to download this book. So, you know, just for listening to us, you get this, uh, you know, this, this trial that, da- or this free download, rather. Mm-hmm. If you don't select this one, that's fine. You know, there's, a, like you said, a hundred thousand titles to choose from, so. Right. You just need to go to audiblepodcast.com slash car stuff, and you can get a free audiobook download of your choice. Just, just for, uh, hanging out and listening to our show. Mm-hmm. Yep. Could be up to $28 value. Yes. <laughs> Actually, you know what? It could go beyond that. I don't know. I'm not sure how much the most expensive book is, but this is a free download, so take advantage of it. And uh, that brings us to uh, another chapter in Tesla Motors that we have to talk about because it's really exciting. One thing that Tesla does differently from every other company, 
is that they sell their own vehicles directly to consumers. Now, that is a blanket statement. Of course, a lot of people will say, well, no, there are other companies that do that, but they're not doing it in the same way. Tesla owns its own dealerships, you know, which is relatively unusual in the United States. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's illegal in some states. Mm-hmm. True. And um, Tesla has, for instance, been working with Texas to modify the law, right? I am glad you mentioned Texas because that is a special case. And, uh, you know, I'm, I, I don't even know if I can begin to describe what's going on in Texas, like how you how you go about getting a Tesla vehicle in Texas. But you can find, if you look up information about about that case in specific, uh, you'll find out some of the uh, the hoops that you have to jump through in order to do that. And I think they're going to find this in, in several states along the way as they, as they begin to expand their, their dealership network. Um, that mm-hmm. you know they're going to have some troubles with it here and there, but again, that's the whole thing with you know the the dealerships from other auto manufacturers is that they're you know these are these are privately owned dealerships really, right? And uh, and they're selling to the public. It's it's completely different from the factory selling direct from their own dealership, and uh, and state rules and regulations in some states don't allow for that. So Texas is a fantastic example. Yeah, um, North Carolina and New Hampshire just very recently in June of this year, uh, did decide to allow Tesla Motors to sell uh, their own vehicles mm-hmm. and their own dealerships. Mm-hmm. Uh, Virginia and Texas, though, are still not, not on board with it. I think that, if I could be a, make a bit of a bold claim here, I think that in retrospect, this is going to be seen as a um, an amazing move by Tesla. Mm-hmm. Now, of course... Um, before we continue, I do want to say, now that I've said something glowing, see, Scott, I'm trying to balance everything I'm saying. Understood. Now I'm saying something glowing. I do want to point out um, that Tesla has already had to issue its first recall of a vehicle. Pretty minor. Pretty minor, but they did have to do it. So in mm-hmm. 2009, they had to do a safety recall for um Roadsters that were manufactured before April 22nd of that year. Mm-hmm. And that's, um, again, that's the first, the very first year out of the gate that they had to do this. And, um, it was, it was a minor thing. It wasn't a replacement. It was, um, tightening of some bolts. That's literally all it was. Yeah, and they found it through what you said, routine testing. So yeah. it's really not anything that you know the customers said. Hey, I'm having a problem with this. You know, there's a, it's causing a safety issue or anything like they that. They were proactive. Exactly, they're very proactive about it, and they did the right thing by uh, by issuing this recall and just checking. Even if it was tightened down, mm-hmm. they're just checking every single one of them to make sure it's like uh, you know, like when you leave the house and you forget if you close the close the garage door or not, and you have to Better drive to back turn and check. Around. Yeah, it's like it, it causes me to turn around, and that's probably the kind of thing that they're saying too is like. Okay, we know that some of them went out with loose. We, we've got to check every one of them just just to be safe. And I have one more test. Uh, I don't want to call it a Tesla negative. I think this what? is kind of funny. What's that? So you know you and I are both big Top Gear fans, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Most of our listeners probably are too. Mm-hmm. So the Tesla Roadster, before it comes out for public consumption in 2009, there's a 2008 episode of Top Gear where Jeremy Clarkson is just dogging the, the Roadster. You know, he's... It's saying the range is bad, it's 55 miles, and then it shows the car being pushed into a garage. Oh, boy. And so, now, Top Gear is, I think, a very humorous show, and that's part of the appeal. Sure, they're hamming it up a bit. Yeah, and um, Tesla Motors tried to sue Top Gear. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. Libel. Oh, and boy, they, we have to... Uh, have to. BBC. I have to figure out how I'm going to end this podcast then. <laughs> 
What? Just in case. Oh. <laughs> um, well, uh, Tesla Motors did lose the suit. Um, but I think that's just being protective of the image at that time and around, and around the time they came out. So I'm not trying to offend Tesla Motors, nor am I trying to offend Top Gear. <laughs> this is funny, Ben. I'm watching you sweat over there. It's, I'm sweating. Not, they're, they're not even going to listen to this. Oh, they're going to listen to it. I don't know. We'll so, see. Um, we, we will see, but... Despite all of this, and those are very early, I would even, I would typify both of those as growing pains. Sure. Um, I think Tesla has a big future ahead of it. Now, granted, I think some of, I think some of the hype has outgrown itself or been blown out of proportion. Sure. Yeah. That, that's going to happen. But for my money, uh, this is, the biggest mover in the in the business. I don't know if all those claims about Tesla becoming the next Apple um, are true. Yeah, but it's very hard to say something like that would be true. But it is, I think, increasingly safe to say that the next electric car most people are going to buy if this trend continues is going to be a Tesla. That's very likely. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. You know, everybody has their own wellness routine, their own approach to a healthy lifestyle. A lot of the most successful ones include herbs like ginger root, ashwagandha, and so many others. Nature's Way has been sourcing herbs like those for over 50 years. They understand that nature is the ultimate problem solver. So they're dedicated to providing plant-powered formulas to help people live healthier lives. Their herbs can support your health in so many ways. For instance, ginger root and slippery elm bark have both been used for centuries all over the world. Ginger root has traditionally been used to soothe occasional digestive upset and slippery elm bark to soothe the GI tract. St. John's wort, holy basil, and ashwagandha can provide mood and stress support, which is something we can all use in our modern life. I mean, these herbs come from all over the world, but Nature's Way knows where the best ones grow. They test for potency in their state-of-the-art lab, and their scientists are experts in all things herbs. What's on the label is what's in your bottle, and what's in your bottle are the best herbs around. To learn more, visit naturesway.com. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. You know, can I say something here? Just, I, yeah. I feel like I want to go on to, uh, I want to go on to kind of the wrap up of this whole thing. Okay. And I need to talk about the charging stations and, uh, the infrastructure and things like that. Mm-hmm. I do want to say something first though, because I get a lot of flack, uh, via email and Facebook <laughs> and whatever. I really do about, uh, you know, anytime we talk about hybrids or all electric cars or whatever, um, I'm, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm very pro Tesla, very pro Model S. I think these are, these are really yeah. interesting, cool designs. There's there are just some some 
problems that that I can't seem to get over in my head. It's a mental hurdle that I have to get over uh, to to be able to accept this vehicle. You know, to be able to say like I may get one of these someday. And here, here, I, but I've got a lot of reasons why I won't. Um, so you know, if I if I sound negative about any of this, I don't mean to. I'm just telling you the way I see this the stuff that that's coming out. Okay. Okay. And uh, yeah. and because I, I really do get a lot of I get a lot of hate mail about this stuff. Is, like this. You don't. Oh. So I read a lot of that, man. I know, I know it. I know it. So I, before we talk about this, just understand that I'm I'm in their corner. It's just I, we've got to figure out a way to get around this. They, Tesla's got to figure out a way to get around right. this, right? Okay. Caveat accepted. Okay. All right. So let's talk about charging. Yes, because when we talk about charging, we're talking about infrastructure, yeah. which, as we've talked about, is one of the. Um, it, it can be an elephant in the room. Yeah. Anytime yeah. you're talking about a new energy source. Okay. All right, so to date, in the United States, there are 17 Tesla, what they call supercharger stations. Uh, there are eight in California, two in Washington State, one in Illinois, two in Florida, four on the East Coast. Okay, and you can look at the map, you can find them on teslamotors.com and, uh, and, and find out exactly where they are so you can, you know, figure out where you can drive your Tesla exactly, right? And they've all got ranges listed around them so you can see about how far you can drive, right? Yeah. All right, doesn't, Right now, I'll tell you, it doesn't come even close to covering the United States. It's it's they're very uh, they're very centrally located on the on the coast on the coast, I should say. Mm-hmm. You know, down in the southern tip of Florida, you're not going to be able to get from the southern tip of Florida to the east coast in a, in an all electric vehicle in a Tesla without a lot of uh, pre planning and and time for charging. Um, but these these supercharger stations that they're talking about now these are these are kind of the new thing. And uh, Elon Musk is is promising, get this, Ben, and I'll tell you about this in a minute. He's promising free travel forever in Tesla in Tesla models like the Model S. And I know that sounds crazy, but he's promising free travel forever. Free travel forever. And I'll tell you how that works. Okay? I am very interested. All in right. This. So so okay. And I'll get to it. I promise. But as we go through this uh, this supercharger technology, uh, which is new to Tesla. Or new to everybody, really. Right. What it allows you to do is it allows you to make a brief stop at a Tesla supercharger station. You charge the car and go uh, potentially for free at the at a supercharger, right? You you just mm-hmm. pull in. It takes something like twenty minutes, and uh, you you get a fifty percent charge on your battery for that for that uh, twenty minutes, right? Okay. So it's like the super fast technology. Um, now, boy. Elon says that so by buying a Tesla, you have uh, you have free long distance travel throughout the country forever, and that's how he states it right now. But I just mentioned that they only have 17 of these current supercharger stations to date. Well, the plan is that they're going to triple the number of stations by the end of next month, which is pretty soon. I mean, that's uh, that's the end of August, I believe, because this news came out in July. Um, over the uh, the next six months, they plan to cover most metro areas. In one year, 80% of North America's population will be covered, so that's population centers. doesn't mm-hmm. mean the, the country itself, but population. Right. And then in two years, 98% of North America's population will have access to Tesla stations within range of other Tesla stations, so you can drive to and from them, right? Bold okay, move. Maybe he's sounds, the next Edison. Sounds very good. Now, I mentioned the supercharger stop is 22 minutes, right? Yes. Okay, The uh, there's a, there's an alternative to the supercharger stop at these Tesla stations, and that is a battery swap. And a lot of people who are proponents of electric cars will say that you can do a battery swap quick in these things. Well, that's not always the case because that battery weighs 1,000 pounds. Yes. And not everywhere is going to have a battery, right? So 
Tesla is installing these station in these stations these technicians that will allow you to exchange the battery for a fee. It's not free like like you know the uh, the supercharger thing is where you charge up to fifty percent in twenty minutes. This takes ninety seconds, Ben, for them to change a battery in a Tesla Model S, um, and they can they can do it for sixty five to eighty dollars depending on the battery that you get in the vehicle because wow. it's a a sixty kilowatt or a an eighty five kilowatt battery so it's you know sixty and eighty dollars uh, respectively um, the uh, the electric battery range is at the best about three hundred miles uh, you know for the for the eighty five kilowatt version you know at fifty five miles per hour op- optimal conditions all that right um, it's just a lot of people have have said that maybe Maybe that's the way to go. Maybe it's not. Is it economical? Because you can pull in and do this in 90 seconds and be on your way, right. which is great, right? Yeah. Or you can pull in for 20 minutes and be 50% charged and go, like, maybe at the most 150 miles before you need another charge. Well, then charging becomes kind of a, a problem because then it comes down to, you know, if you're plugging into a, a standard outlet, it's something like, you know, you charge for, I'm looking for my notes, but you charge for, like, maybe, um an hour and you get like 22 miles out of that or you charge an, an hour at, at a 240 watt station I, I'm just making this up because I can't find my notes right, but right. like an, maybe an, an hour at a uh, 240 watt uh, plug and you'll get 31 miles uh, for an hour of charge out of that so you know there's all these variables that come into this whole thing you got to figure out what's most economical for you the uh, the battery the battery power thing, you know, you got to really plan your trips accordingly for long distance. Yeah. It gets to be troublesome. But a lot of people are saying, you know, my gas car gets a 600 mile range, has a 600 mile range, and it costs me, you know, maybe, maybe if it's a big tank, seventy dollars to fill it up. Mm-hmm. You know, twenty that'd be twenty gallons at three dollars and fifty cents a gallon. That's seventy dollars, um, and that's really only getting thirty miles per gallon on the highway. That's that's not. All that uncommon, mm-hmm. um, and you can get 600 miles out of a tank. So that's double. That's that's twice the range. And I mean, you can. And the good part about this is that you can get gasoline anywhere right now. Um, you know, these these charging stations, even when they cover all these you know all these areas in the states, you still have to plan where you're going to be when when the juice runs out. When you have a gasoline powered car, it's pretty much any corner. Now, right? yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. We should also historically consider that when gasoline cars first came out, this was also a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's true. Where would you find the um, where would you find the materials necessary to make your engine run? Now, I think that's a very good point, but I think it's a point that is going to change over time if they can. And this is a huge if, Scott. If Tesla Motors really can cover 98 percent of the United States. Yeah, what two years of the population of the United States? Okay, yeah. So, okay, so there's going to be some some open areas. Yeah. However, I mean, but I like to take a lot of long road trips. I'm going to have to really plan this out. And the Montana's other thing is going to be rough. Can I, can I tell you one thing that's kind of shocking about this thing? What's that? <laughs> shocking. The uh, <laughs> the one thing that's really shocking about this is that you know if you do this battery swap, uh, you you have to return to the same location to pick up your original battery after you you use the rental battery, the uh, the borrowed battery. So that's mm. that's a a big problem for a lot of people as well. If you're on a, on a road trip, then what are you going to do? Well, with you that can't battery? make you can't make a loop. Then you have to make a a trip that goes back the same direction. Yeah. So you know that's a problem for some people. That's um, a logistics problem. All right, and and one more last thing. And okay. I, okay. So there's a lot to do with the charging, and I've got more to say about it than that. But we're running kind of long, so let me let me kind of get into this here. If you go to the Tesla site 
And uh, this is, I'm, I'm afraid, Ben, this is another one where I'm a little bit uh, doubtful about things. But um, they, they, they have the prices listed. And you can, you can price your own vehicle, your own model and everything, and sure. all the, the options and features and everything. Um, however, they've got this thing where if there's, there's the, the estimated payment, which is you know, your normal monthly payment. And then they have something called effective monthly cost. And uh, to me, this is deceptive. I don't know if you looked at this online or not, but um, to me, it's very deceptive because the the effective monthly cost is the one that's big and bold, and mm-hmm. you know it's right above the uh, the buy it now button yeah. or the uh, the order of the car button. And this is about how much money you're going to save versus an IC car. That's right, and and you can start to you know if you go down the page, you select the vehicle that you want, and it gives you the the effective payment and then the estimated payment, which is really the amount you're going to pay. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this case, like I've got a couple of examples, but and I don't want to spend too much time on these, um, but I'll tell you that like the the effective payment for the sixty kilowatt vehicle is five seventy nine, but your actual payment is going to be nine sixteen a month. That's a big discrepancy. And I know that's for the car that's seventy one thousand dollars. And that's not changing anything on the on the whole sheet oh, there. Okay. Um, if you go down and you, you can select a lot of different things like business expenses and you know what you can write off and what you value your time at and <laughs> you can vary all these different things. So like if you value your time at fifty dollars an hour Okay. Then they figure out how much you save by not having to go to the gas station and spend 10 minutes standing at the gas pump. So there are things like that that add into this, and, and everything brings down the effective cost. And I tell you, you can get the effective cost down to, you know, anywhere to, you know, maybe a $100 a month for the effective cost. And that seems, you know, that, that, that plays a little trick on my mind. It because, seems a bit disingenuous. Because I'm really going to be writing a check for $916 each month for that thing. Mm-hmm. And that's with a 72-month lease. No. Not a lease. 72 months uh, purchase plan. Now, that's that That might be the salespeople working okay. some magic there. I, I think that is disingenuous. That kind of stuff happens on a lot of okay. manufacturer sites. And I, it, it, to me, that, that makes it a little bit less trustworthy because it's like, oh, come on, guys. That's kind of... That's kind of smoke and mirrors, you know. I, okay, that that just it's it's a tiny bit deceptive to me. I it mean, is. it really it really is. It is a little bit. And I understand. I mean, if you if you're careful about reading things, and I would hope that somebody who's buying a new car is careful about reading things, that uh, you know, <laughs> that you would understand, you know, the difference in this. And I mean, when you get up to the the one that's you know, one hundred thousand dollars base or ninety six thousand dollars for the base price, I mean, the payments really are going to be something like. You know, twelve hundred dollars for this thing. It's going to be very, very expensive, but you can get the effective cost down to a thousand dollars. You know, <laughs> and it all depends on all of these little boxes and things that you tick off, and and what you determine as as the value of your time. Fifty thousand dollars every fifteen. Well, minutes. you know, there's a, there's a lot of things like that, and I've got a, a short list of of I don't know, just issues, problems, things like that that I want to cover, but but you've got one more thing there and I've got I've got like two more things. Okay, how about let's do that cuz I'm I'm okay, I feel like I, I could go on and I got to save. I got I, okay, here's the deal. I'll do one I'll do one thing, then you do the list, then I'll end on something that is hopefully ten, positive. tangentially related and positive. Oh good. <laughs> so um so first let's talk about the future. I don't think it would be fair to close on Tesla Motors unless we talk about the future as well. More and more, I like this. Uh, I like this Tesla guy, Elon Musk. Uh, I think that he has the the vision necessary uh, to be an Edison um, or a, a a Ford. Even I totally agree. And um, I think that 
you know, of course, he might not really enjoy the comparison to Edison because he did name his company Tesla. And that's, I, I fully understand <laughs> that. Please don't sue me. Um, but the, this, um, this guy is a dynamo, you know, uh, he's got some, big plans, and he's been able to follow through on a lot of these. How uh, many electric references are you going to drop in this? Dino, oh. Dynamo. <laughs> Very nice. I have a list. Yeah. <laughs> Don't act like you didn't drop that shocking <laughs> joke earlier. Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay. So uh, so one of the new things that, some of the new things that he announced that are pretty cool, um, they want to come out with a Tesla truck, which would be, if they do it correctly, um, a successful. I like that idea. Full electric mm-hmm. truck. Now, we know that there have been, um, what's the nicest way to say it, successful attempts at full electric pickup trucks. Sure. Um, and then there's the Model S um, hidden valet mode. Hmm. Did you hear about this I one? I did not. With a software update that they're they're hoping to uh, give it a valet mode, which they've been kind of on the hush-hush about. But I think the idea ultimately is to, um, to respond to the... Uh, the new autonomous driving stuff, I features see. that are coming out for the Audi and um, very cool. So a self-driving Tesla, right? A, a, a Tesla with a, a little genie in a bottle who will park your car when you're too busy at the supercharging station. <laughs> and and uh, then um, then he's got you know you you already let the cat out of the bag on this one. The Tesla Roadster surprise. Mm-hmm. This I think the. Um, I believe, someone correct me if I'm wrong, I believe that the ability to charge and travel for free forever, um, I believe that that is a thank you to the owners of the Roadsters. I don't know if it's going to apply to the Model S. Okay. Nor to the X, nor to this Tesla truck, whatever it ends up being called. Um, so there are big things. Again, there are a lot of ifs whenever we talk about the future. I do want to say that... Um, to pass the ball here, I do want to point out that Tesla recently had, at the time of this recording was recently, had garnered quite a bit of fr- praise for paying off their government loans. Do you remember that? I do. Uh, the way they paid them off was that Elon Musk took over it and and paid himself, which is a very Henry Ford thing to do. And um, this this company, while... Any electric car at this point is going to have a huge amount of obstacles ahead of it. This company is one of the companies that is really um, cracking the case. And it makes it easier for me to see a future with um, with electric cars that aren't just expensive toys, which, fair. let's be honest, uh, quite a few are. That's fair enough. Yeah, I, I totally see that. I mean, like we've talked about all the failed attempts that we've seen in the past, the Aptera um, some of, what are some of the other ones? Anyways, we've, we've seen other vehicles that just haven't ever really come to, come to fruition, I guess, the way that Tesla has. I mean, the, the, with the success they've got with, you know, the Roadster and the Model S and then mm-hmm. hopefully with the Model X as well. I really do hope that they're, they're successful from this point forward. I, really I think do. it's the right car at the I, right time. I do. And I, I agree with you about everything you're saying about the, uh, about the CEO there too. I mean, I, I totally agree. He's charismatic. He's got, uh, you know, th- I mean, the right idea. I think that they've got, they're, they're on the right path. 
um, the, the problems, the only things that I wanted to talk about, yeah. the issues that I think um, that I see right now. I mean, claims like the free charging, you know, at, at, at Tesla supercharging stations forever. I just don't see how that's possible. I mean, someone's got to pay for that. They're also not making a very big profit margin at all well, per that's, unit. That's true. Okay, so maybe maybe they're uh, they're wrapping it in somehow like that. But I just I have a mm. sinking bad feeling that it's somehow you know. And I, maybe I'm way off, but maybe it's, I, I don't know, I'm not even going to say it, but I think that uh, I, have a, I have a feeling that the money's coming from elsewhere that, uh, um, anyways. Um, it's maybe not the, the most convenient um, option at this time, uh, because we talked about, you know, the uh, the lack of, of uh, charging stations completely covering the country. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the going from one location to the next may be very difficult, or you have to just exceptionally... It may take longer, because you might have to stop and plug into yeah. a... It, it adds a whole new level to any kind of a family trip or, mm-hmm. or road trip that you're on. Uh, it's, it's maybe just not the most convenient. That's probably the, the nicest way to say it at this point. Very, very expensive also. I mean, uh, and I'm going to say this early on, and I know that, you know, it's still, it's going gangbusters right now, but, um, it's still sort of a gamble at this point. And, uh, if you buy a, an all electric vehicle at this point, I still see it as a bit of a gamble. Um, and it's an expensive gamble. It is. Um, it's not something you know, to be taken lightly when you're spending a hundred thousand dollars on a, on a sedan, uh, that, you know, you don't have any other hope than, you know, they're going to put install a, a charging station nearby or that, you know, you can, you know, somehow maintain this thing through your own home outlets or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever through the, the existing power grid. Um, I just, and the last thing is that I just see so many, and this is, it should be a positive, Ben, but it's not okay. to me. I see a lot of promises coming out of this company um, that I just don't know if they're going to honor everything. And I hope they do. I really do. But I'm just so cautious about it because of everything we've heard in the past, you know, with all these other companies. But but they're they're guaranteeing resale values of the cars. Uh, they're saying Ooh, that you may get. I don't know about that. They're saying you're going to get money back possibly when you trade the car in. Um, you're, they're saying that you know they're going to install this network of charging stations and the superchargers, and um, you know there's going to be the uh, the battery swap option available, and you know the pricing is going to it's going to be free for for travel across the U.S. and all this. So I just really hope that they honor. all these and and the other thing is like the numbers they seem just a bit deceptive in the pricing and mm-hmm. I, i've tried to i've really tried to think about it and I've, I've looked at the site often i've gone back to the pricing area a lot of times and kind of played around with you know what state that i would be buying the vehicle in and you know how much i value my time at and you know all of that stuff and, and the pricing just seems a little bit um iffy to me and i don't know i don't know why that is but it's just something in the back of my head that's telling me Something about this isn't right. I see. So this might you're you're saying like this is a lot of talk, and we're gonna have to see the walk. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, exactly. I just I just want this want to see them back it up, and and you know I really really hope that they do. I, I really want them to succeed. I do. Yeah, I do too. And here's the thing that now I said this would be positive. I was messing with you a little bit, man. Uh, I some recent statements of. My new hero, Elon Musk, have uh, persuaded me that he might have an entirely different endgame in mind because I don't know if you've checked out some of the recent proposals he's made, but he would like to build what's speculated to be um, a new public transit system across the United States. Did you hear about this? No. (laughs) No, I did not. So he might be shooting himself in the foot with this, but the idea is – a friction-free, three hundred mile an hour plus oh, no. bullet train equivalent 
which we have talked about before, just in multiple podcasts. Just focus on the cars for now. I know, it's like a finish your breakfast situation. Yes, please, right? please, please, just finish this one project first. I'll tell you what, though. Um, the moment it becomes affordable for someone like me to buy a Model S or a Model whatever they're going to be, I'm going to get one. I just want to see what happens. I And I feel safe saying that because, uh, just to be honest, when it gets to the point where someone like me can afford a Model S, it'll be tried and true. I'll be able to buy one used. Sure. <laughs> I'll be able to haggle with the dealer. Understood. But that is where we end our story on Tesla Motors. Oh, do we have to end it? I mean, I, I know we have to end it because of time, but we've got... I've got a, a, a sea of notes around me. I don't want to go through any more of it, but man, I think that almost some of these topics that I've got here could almost be a show on themselves. So there may be some more Tesla related topics to come up, stuff that we didn't get to cover in today's podcast. How about that? Excellent point. Okay. Then what we'll do is we will officially call this podcast Tesla 101. <laughs> Fair and enough. then we'll go into. Um, some other ones in the future. So, you guys, thanks so much for listening to us uh, on Tesla. We hope that we gave you an okay idea of the company, the people behind it, the models they've made so far, their plans for the future, and uh, their ambitions. And as for whether or not those ambitions will work out, you'll just have to tune in next time. Uh, let us know if there's anything specifically you'd like to know about Tesla Motor Company that we didn't touch on today. You can drop us a line on Facebook, give us a holler on Twitter, or you can send us an email directly. Um, it doesn't need to be hate mail. Yeah, please don't. Oh, yeah, please don't, because um, we are on Tesla scene. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, you know, the, the hybrid stuff has uh, got me in trouble in the past, and uh, and I don't want it to be that way with this one. I'm, I am... I'm, I'm very pro Tesla, so uh, keep the emails light. It's like the old, it's the old question, though. You know, how do you how do you build a million gas stations? Hey, look, I have questions. I'm I'm so I've got a lot of questions. So I mean, I I, I don't think that's there's anything wrong with there's that. There's nothing. I'm, I just there, it kills me that you're beating yourself. I'm up. the I'm I'm I guess the other side of the scale. I'm the balance, right? I'm you're the balance. I'm the yeah, the balance. I guess we're uh, I'm. We're talking it out here. The end to the end. That's what we're doing. We're just talking it out. We're talking it out. And we'd like to talk it out with you. If you'd like to join the conversation, please do. Send us an email at carstuff at discovery.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at howstuffworks.com. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. 
Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.